Welcome to this podcast by City Point Church, Redcliffe. We are so happy you could join us and pray that the following message will encourage and empower you. This morning, I'm going to speak for a moment and I've titled this Blessed. Blessed. You realize that you are blessed. Turn to the person next to you and go, you're blessed. You know, all the husbands, you are very blessed because... um, Yes, you're punching above your pay grade in every way. Uh, But, you know, we are blessed. I'm blessed. You're blessed. We're all blessed. Uh, We live in this great nation. We are blessed naturally. Do you realize you were born in this nation or you're here right now? We've opened our doors. We love you. We want you here. You are blessed. We are blessed to be sitting here right now with each other. We are blessed to be here worshiping God, being led in worship. We are here. We are blessed blessed. You know, sometimes you don't realize how blessed you are until it's too late. You might never realize that. Sometimes we don't realize how good it is until it's too late. And so this morning, I want to have a look at a story and a guy by the name of Esau. Has anyone read their Bible about Esau? Esau was this guy. He was blessed. He was the eldest son and he was blessed. And back in the Old Testament, if you're the eldest, you get everything. You get the blessing, you get everything. You know, if you're born second, third, fourth, you know, yeah, you're okay. But in the eyes of a, of a parent, the number one was the number one. He was the man. And you would inherit, you know, uh, you would inherit naturally, but also too, you would inherit uh, spiritually. And so as you read through the story of Esau, there's a time where he actually sells his blessing to his brother. And we're going to pick it up in Genesis 25, uh, 27 to 34. And it says, when the boys grew up, Esau became a skilled hunter. He loved to be out in the fields. But Jacob was a quiet man and stayed among the tents. Isaac loved Esau because he hunted the wild animals that Isaac enjoyed. That was his dad. Enjoyed eating. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Uh, One day, Jacob was boiling a pot of vegetable soup and Esau came in from the hunting in the fields weak from hunger so Esau said to Jacob let me eat some of your red soup because I'm weak with hunger but Jacob said you must sell me your rights as the firstborn son Esau said I'm almost dead from hunger if I die all my father's wealth will not help me but Jacob said first promise me that you will give it to me. So Esau made a promise to Jacob and sold his part of the father's wealth to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and vegetable soup and he ate and drank and then left. So Esau showed how little he cared about his rights as a firstborn son. As a firstborn son, the Esau is a story of a man who traded his birthright for a moment of satisfaction, for a moment of gratification. I I don't know, I hear it all the time with my kids. It's like, yeah, yeah, I I want this. And then then they go, well, you've got to promise me this. You've got to promise me when you go and buy those zollies, I get two. No, no. No, you can have one. No, no, I want two. Has anyone ever been in that with their siblings? You're bartering, you're trading off. And and here it is here, you've got the scenario where one of them is trading off the birthright. It's trading off this thing. It it was more than just a material 
uh, benefits, it was actually a spiritual blessing. All for a bowl of soup. How many of us nowadays sell out for instant gratification? For the now moment. We're, we're hungry, we're tired, we're weary. Life is beating down on us and we just want that instant fix. You know, it, it's like that moment. It looks good, it sounds good, too good to be true, but all of a sudden, you know what, it's good, I'll take it. It's like that moment you buy KFC for the first time and you instantly regret it. Instantly, it's like this instant regret. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of weeks later, you're like, I'm going to try it again. And again, you go again and you take it and it's like this instant regret. Come on, you know you do it. My family does it. I'm like, you know what? You don't want this. You, you always have it and then you complain. And they know, no, we want it. We want it. We want it. Okay. Oh, why did we do that? Yeah, we can be like that with the blessings of God too. We, you know, familiarity gets around our life. We can just become familiar. And this is what happened with Esau. He became familiar with the blessing. Because he lived in the blessing, he still lived under his father's tent, but he didn't realize he was about to inherit it all, but he gave it away. Instant gratification. You know, we've got to realize right now that we are all blessed by birth. Blessed by birth. Esau was blessed by birth. He was the son of Isaac, who was the son of Abraham. He was blessed by birth. He was, you know, the grandson of Abraham. Imagine being the grandson of Abraham. Abraham would be there on his lap just telling him the promises and the things and the purposes of God. He'd be saying, listen, there was one time the angels came to me. There was one time God spoke to me. There was one time God said that our descendants will be as many as the stars. And Esau sat under the man of God. He sat on the lap, Father Abraham. Had many sons, father, and remember that one. But there's this moment he's sitting there. Sometimes we can come so familiar with the story, with the presence of God, that we don't realize the blessing that we sit under. We don't realize the blessing that we have. Naturally, we have it. Spiritually, we have it. Esau had a great spiritual heritage. Today, friend, each and every one of us are here because we are blessed by birth. We live in the great south land of the Holy Spirit. We are blessed by birth. Or for some of you, we've opened our doors and said, come on in. And we're so glad you're here because you make us who we are. But we are blessed. But more than just a natural blessing, there is a spiritual blessing. Right here, right now, we have heard the gospel we have a bible we attend church in queensland we have people around us that encourage us that speak into us that walk with us we are blessed but most of us don't know what it's like to fight for that blessing and if you don't know what it's like to fight for that blessing sometimes it's so easy to give up that blessing And here's Esau, he's here, he's grown up, he's the third generation. He's heard the stories, he's heard the promises. He's seeing the the cattle, he's seeing, you know, 
the, the family heritage just expand and he doesn't realize the blessing. As Christians, do you realize we have a blessing as well? Naturally, we are blessed and spiritually we are blessed. Our spiritual blessing. It comes that when we're birthed, we are blessed by birth, naturally and spiritually. Nicodemus came to Jesus in the dark of night in John 3, verse 1. It said there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark, one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evident that God is with you. And Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into a mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus replied, I assuredly say, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. Of water and spirit. You know, as soon as we believe in Jesus Christ, we step into a spiritual blessing. We step into a spiritual blessing. As Christians, as believers, as followers of Christ, we step into an eternal blessing. We step into salvation. But more than salvation, you step into favor. You step into abundance. You step into life. You step into the purposes and plans that God has for your life. We are blessed as soon as we accept who God is, who Jesus was in our life, we step into. We are born of the Spirit. It says as soon as we believe, as soon as we declare Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we repent. What it says is in the, in the gospel, it says that His Spirit testifies with our spirit and we are saved. His Spirit, how do you know if you're saved and blessed? Is when His Spirit speaks to you. We are born again. We are born again. We are set free. The past is gone. We step into a future that is bright. We step into a future that is favorable. We step into a future that will cover the generations to come. It's imparted to us. We become sons and daughters of the Most High God, born again, a new creation, and we receive eternal life. Ephesians 1.5 God decided in advance to adopt us. Friend today, God adopted you in advance. He chose you. And He's just waiting. Friend today, if you don't know Christ, if you don't know Jesus, He came here today. He came to earth to connect humanity back to its Creator. The Bible, friend, is a, is a love story of God, the Creator, longing to connect into relationship with humanity. That's the story. That's the story. And when you believe, you become born again. You become part of His family today. If you don't know Him, I'm going to give you an opportunity later to receive Him, to step in, to, to step in to life to be born again 
But what we find in this moment time, Esau, he just sells it. Friend, when you receive and you become a child of the Most High God, in Ephesians 1, 5, it finishes with this. It says, and it gave him great pleasure. His desire, his desire is for us to be blessed by birth, naturally and spiritually. Esau was blessed by birth he didn't realize friend when you're blessed by birth you need to you need to treasure that blessing you need to treasure that blessing Esau's decision was impulsive it stemmed from years of disregarding spiritual matters friend today if you're a follower of Christ I want to ask this question of you do you treasure the blessing of God around your life? Do you treasure the Spirit of God? Do you treasure the relationship that you have with a Heavenly Father? Do you treasure those moments where He speaks to you? Do you treasure those moments where you pull away? Hebrews 12, verse 16, it says, Make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who traded his birthright, as firstborn son for a single meal. Friend, today, don't trade your birthright. Don't trade that which God has given you for instant gratification. Don't trade it for familiarity. Because a lot of us, we just go, you know what? Yeah, that's just what God does. Yeah, that's... And then all of a sudden, what we're doing is we're making excuses. And we don't realize the blessing we live under. We become weary. We become worn out. We, we, we pull away from the things of God. We forget that He's desiring to be with us. And we, we pull away and all of a sudden you're struggling through life. And you're in this moment and all of a sudden you need an instant fix. So you grab whatever's convenient. Esau, he was hungry. He came in. If he had just waited probably an hour, mum would have come to the rescue. It happens all the time in my house. Can you just wait for mum? No, I'm dying. What do you mean you're dying? You just finished a packet of chips. I'm hungry. Who's got kids? If they just waited, what would have happened? The history books would have said something different. The Bible would have been maybe written different. He lacked God's perspective on life. He lived for the here and now. Who needs a birthright? After all, I may be dead tomorrow. Let's live for now. How's the superannuation ad? Where the old people, they just go and get a motorbike. Lauren and Pete's parents got the Harley. You know what? I'm not handing anything on. I'm spending the whole lot. This is the now and here. They're not getting nothing. Don't worry about the inheritance. We're not. Yeah, this is the mindset. And the world plays on it. The world plays on it every chance it gets. What I need now is a good meal. What good is a birthright if I starve to death? 
I love the saying, and I'll say it over and over again, a people that values its privileges above its principles soon lose both. Soon lose both. Esau threw it all away because he didn't appreciate, he didn't realize the birthright that he had, the favor that he walked under. Friend today, the favor you walk under, cherish it. Cherish the presence of God. Cherish the blessing. We get mixed up in our ideas of what's essential and what's not essential. It's essential to make a lot of money. Friend, at what cost? I'm not against that, but what's the purpose? There's always got to be a motive. There's always got to be a purpose that's bigger than you just having things. It's all, not all about just having nice toys. And, and I love the scripture because God says, you know what? He wants us to be blessed. He wants us to enjoy life and the fruits of our labor. I totally agree with that. But when the fruits of our labor, when those things grab our soul, grab our mind, grab our focus, then we've lost. Because they control us. They control us. And we should never get to that stage working long hours and in the process we ruin our families and our health. We spend time watching Netflix but don't have time to nurture our souls and serve God. I'm too busy. I just got too much on. Well, how about you flick it off? Put social media down. You'll be amazed how much time you'll have. You'll be so amazed. For some, it's the drugs, it's the drinking, it's the alcohol, it's the addictions. It's the sexual promiscuity. Putting eternal, eternity second place for instant gratification. Friend, we see it all. We know people that are in these boats. They've been blessed and favored by God, but they sell it. We need to look at what is really essential in our life in light of God's Word. In light of God's Word, blessing is to be treasured. It is to be treasured. Matthew 6, 31 to 33. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall I eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. He knows that. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. All these things. Seeking first His kingdom, pulling away, worshipping, pulling away, spending time, prayer. What are those things where you pull away, you hear the voice of God? When I put God first, and his kingdom, he looks after me. When we do that, he looks after us. We can lose great blessing if we don't appreciate our heritage. If we don't appreciate the blessing that he's bestowed upon us, small choices can have drastic consequences. Can have drastic consequences. I don't know, someone once said that the difference between school and life is this 
In school, you're taught a lesson and then you're given a test. In life, you're given the test which teaches you the lesson. How many of us know that's so true? We know it over and over and over again. In life, the teacher doesn't come in to the room and announce, hey, listen, right now, I'm giving you a test. I don't think I've had that ever in life once. You know, the next few minutes are going to be an important test. Please think carefully before you answer because the results of this test will affect you for years to come. The results, life. Instead, what I find with life is that you are in the test situation. You make some decisions based on your beliefs, experience and behaviors up until that time. Then you come out of the test without even realizing immediately what has just happened. I don't know, that's my life. As I come out, I'm like, whoa, what's just happened? Oh, that was a test. Thanks, God. Or whatever the situation was. This is where I think that sometimes in life, we've just got to, instead of being instant, and we live in an instant world where we want everything now and now and five minutes ago. Where if we just pull away, because every choice that we make Every choice that we make has side effects. Every choice that we make can alter the future, can alter where we're heading in life. But what would happen if Esau had just pulled away for a moment? What would happen if we just pull away for a moment? How much more would our life be? We need to treasure the blessing and favor that is bestowed upon us. Time reveals the results. That's what I've found out in life. Blessing is to be treasured. It is to be treasured. Don't trade away your privileges for temporal pleasures. Don't exchange something of infinite value for cheap thrills. Every believer in Christ has a birthright. Every believer in Christ has a spiritual heritage because we are considered firstborn. We are considered sons and daughters of the Most High God. Friend, today you are a son and daughter of the Most High God. Don't trade it for anything. Don't trade it for anything. And my last point is this. is spiritual blessing and blessing is imparted. It's imparted. Esau, he lived under the blessing. Jacob lived under the blessing. But the when it come time, it was imparted. And Jacob's like, you know, I know that blessing that you're going to get. I want to steal it off you. If you know the story, his mum actually helps him. He trades to Esau. Then Jacob goes and dresses up like his brother. Because Esau, it says, was a hairy man. And Jacob couldn't grow a beard. Sam's version. And, and so what he did was he went and they killed an animal and put the skin so that because his, brother, his father was old in age and his sight was going and he was about to pass away and before they passed away they would go before and the father would bless them, lay hands and impart the blessing of the firstborn upon them. And he came in again with some food 
And the father blessed him, laid hands on him. He deceived him, but he stole the blessing. Friend, today, blessing is imparted. It's imparted. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were blessed. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as believers, as followers of Christ, when we acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God, when we acknowledge God as the creator of the universe, what happened is we stepped into and then He imparted into us. The Scripture talks about is that when we receive, when we, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Scripture says that the Spirit of God then comes as a guarantee and fills us. It comes and witnesses to our soul and we're imparted into and then we walk in blessing. Friend, today, treasure, treasure the spiritual blessing that is upon you. Because when you treasure it, you can walk in favor. You can walk in victory. You can walk in abundance. You can walk in the things, in the promises that God has for your life. But friend, don't trade it for a bowl of soup. Don't trade it for cheap thrills. Because it'll be like KFC. Instant regret. Instant regret. That moment. That moment. Esau realized what he'd done. Sold it all. Sold it all. Friend, today, God chooses you. He chooses me to walk in that blessing. Treasure the blessing because God's imparted it to you and because He's imparted it to us. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob imparted that blessing to us so that we could walk in that blessing. Thank you for listening. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. This is the beginning of a life-changing journey. We encourage you to tell someone about your decision and pray and read the Bible every day. We also recommend attending a church in your local area. We have many City Point Church services across Brisbane and the world this Sunday. You can find out more about our service times and locations at citypointchurch.com. We are so excited to see you there.